Well, good day, friends. Welcome to Monday, January the 10th, 2022. And to Enough for a Day, we're continuing today through Psalm 33. And I'm rejoicing over the weekend. We had a great, a beautiful snow on Friday and then a wonderful uh, Vision Sunday at Emmanuel. If you didn't get to catch Vision Sunday, I hope you will go back to the live stream archive and watch it or tonight on the Rewind at 7 o'clock. Um, we shared with our church family report, and we'd be happy to send that to you if you're an extended part of our church family. If you'll reach out to the church office, uh, we'll email you the PDF of the document, or we'll mail you a hard copy, one of the two. But it's about, uh, I don't know, an eight or 12-page report that shares a little bit of what God did last year in ministry, uh, also our goals for the new year, and we're really excited about moving forward and moving the gospel forward in New England and around the world as God allows us to. So that's Vision Sunday Part 1. Vision Sunday Part 2 will be um, this coming Sunday, and so I hope you'll join us for that one as well. Well, we're in Psalm 33. We landed on Friday with these two verses that are just powerful, wonderful promises. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught. He maketh the devices of the people of none effect. The counsel of the Lord standeth forever, the thoughts of his heart to all generations. This psalm is a general call to worship. In verses 1 through 3, they, the, the verses tell us to sing and celebrate and worship God. And then verses uh, 4 and forward begin to give us reasons why uh, we can celebrate God even in dark times and hard times. And one of the reasons is because of his word, the his word, his power, and then his providence, I guess, is what you would call last uh, Thursday and Friday, that God is sovereign, that nothing gets by him that he doesn't permit. And if he's permitted it, then we don't need to be afraid of it. We may need to endure it. We may need to walk through it, uh, but we trust him in it. And uh, we engage in his purposes and his call because we are his people. And so we pick up in verse 12 today. And remember, um, this, this follows right on the heels of everything we've been studying of uh, worshiping and celebrating God. That's the context, rejoicing in him. His word is powerful. His power is uh, overarching over everything. He knows it all. He is completely sovereign and providential in it all. And so, verse 12, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Now, in the first sense of it, we might read that in 21st century and have this sense, uh, I've heard that message, that that verse preached a million times in a patriotic way, you know, uh, that as long as we are a Christian nation, things are going to go well. That's not really the sense of it, okay? The sense of it is that this is a Hebrew poem celebrating that God had chosen the Hebrew people at, to be his people, to manifest him to the world. Well, in the truest sense... Um, those who have trusted Jesus in the gospel are his people today. We are God's people. He makes that very clear throughout the narrative of Scripture and especially the New Testament. Uh, so the first essence and significance of this verse is blessed, really, are the people who have chosen to follow God and make him their Lord. Now, I, I'm not saying there isn't a secondary application that uh, the nation— because of God's open arms to all the nations, that he wants to bless any nation that would choose him and declare him to be God. And, uh, and so we live in a day where, our, when we look at our nation, 
we're in a bad situation nationalistically, okay? We're not in a bad, you and I are not in a bad situation. We've already covered that, okay? We're God's people. And if you're catching this broadcast or this podcast and you have not yet become a follower of Jesus Christ, well, God's arms are open to you and his salvation is free for the taking. So uh, come into the family by new birth, by faith, by trust, uh, begin to be a follow, a believer and a follower of Jesus. And when you do, when you choose that, you uh, are choosing to come under the authority of God. You're choosing to believe, verse 11, that God's counsel, what God says goes, that he is the ultimate authority. We are not an autonomous uh, race of people. Humanity is not autonomous. We do not answer to ourselves. And there is, since the Garden of Eden, uh, there is a the fall of, of creation combined with the uh, with the forces of evil, Satan himself. There is always an effort of rebellion against God. And we are in a rebellious world. We live in a rebellious nation. We live in a rebellious age. Uh, the cry of this age is no God. And the resistance to God's narrative, to God's counsel, hey, let's face it, the gender narrative, the sexual revolution, uh, the anti-marriage narrative, the anti-family narrative, the anti-masculinity, femininity narrative, I mean, all of it goes against the creation of God. It's ironic that on one hand, um, that rebellious people want to preserve creation. We want to preserve the environment. But on the other hand, we want to deny creation as well. In other words, we want to deny that our bodies are created, that our genders are created and given. Uh, we, we want to deny the givenness of all of this. And so man is bent on rebellion. Mankind is, and so goes our nation. We are living as God's people and as followers of Jesus in a rebellious nation. And it's a sad time to see it. <clears throat> but my friend, the promise remains, blessed is the nation, or you could say blessed are the people or the group of people whose God is the Lord. There it is, the next phrase, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. Now in the first sense, that refers to Israel. In the second sense, it refers to the gospel, all those that would come into uh, be grafted into the family of God uh, by the uh, by the grace of God, by the goodness of God and the gospel of Jesus. The Lord, verse 13, the Lord looketh from heaven and he beholdeth all the sons of men. From the place of his habitation, he looketh upon all the inhabitants of the earth. He fashioneth their hearts alike. He considereth all their works. There is no king save by the multitude of an host, a mighty man is not delivered by much strength. A horse is a vain thing for safety. Neither shall he deliver any by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy. Now, friend, I'm going to take time to unfold this uh, more this week. I just want to give you the full sense of what we're reading, that really we live in this in this world where it, there's, there's a growing polarization. There is the secular narrative that is godless and defiant and rebellious. And there is the biblical narrative. There is the God narrative, the gospel narrative, the Jesus narrative. And mark my words, okay, first of all, God is right. 
and he wins. His counsel stands forever, and his heart is to this day, in this moment, extended to all generations, verse 11. And we are still invited into blessedness, verse 12. God's heart is blessedness. Uh, He has not picked, uh, he has not chosen to war against mankind. He has chosen to grace mankind. And this is the age of grace. But let it, um, let it be known to you and to those you love. Let it, be, let it sink deep into your heart <clears throat> that God is active and alive and present and well today. And he is aware of everything. And he is ultimately uh, steering all of human history to its conclusion, to its grand conclusion. Scripture is being fulfilled all around us. As secular government, as secular tyranny rises and is anti-church, anti-Bible, anti-Jesus, anti-Christian, anti-biblical worldview, there's that growing narrative in secular world. There's always a spiritual tug of war between the forces of of, uh, evil and the will and the uh, directives of God, the truth of God. So my friend, uh, be Aware that, yeah, there's this cosmic battle going on, but be at rest that the counsel of the Lord stands and those who know God are blessed in him and that we are his inheritance. Okay, we are heirs of all the goodness of God for all of eternity. Verse 13, God's aware. God looks on from heaven and beholds all the sons of men. He knows what's going on on planet Earth. None of it is a surprise to him, okay? Not any of it. And so you can rest today. You can live a quiet, peaceable life. You can live a purposeful and a visionary life. You can live a joyful life. And so go do that today. Happy Monday. Have a great week. Enjoy this week. Enjoy your God. And I'll see you tomorrow.